0: Good morning, everybody. It's Sally Kalen here, relationship coach, healer, and mentor. You are listening to my podcast, Relationships, The Good and the Messy, where we discuss everything relationships, where I am helping you, give you insight and some much needed advice, guidance to your current situation. So going to get straight into it today. And this is subject matter comes up time and time again with um, individuals that I have coached and definitely these are signs and symptoms of those silent killers in relationships when one when these things are going on in your relationship you can be get can be certain almost that there is ultimately going to be a breakdown in the relationship. So I want to give you some of those silent killers that kills relationships. Um, So it doesn't have to be necessarily a toxic relationship, so to to speak. You may be in a toxic relationship, but I believe that these symptoms, the points that I'm going to share with you, they, uh, for me, that equates to a toxic relationship. just because someone isn't hitting you doesn't mean the relationship isn't toxic. Toxic shows itself in various emotional ways as well. So I want to discuss the silent killers of relationships. So the first one is when you are in a relationship and you are not able to express your real feelings in that relationship, whether that is with your partner or even with yourself sometimes. It is so important that when we are in relationships, that we are fully in our truth, in ourselves, where we can share our feelings with our partner without the fear of them overreacting or that there's going to be a big drama, or for whatever reason we feel we, if we can't share them, that needs to be addressed by you. Just, just ask yourself, why can't I express myself in this relationship? What is going on for me? What am i afraid of sometimes the reason we can not express our feelings is to do with our own stuff sometimes that is and that comes up in one of the points in in a minute um but oftentimes when we are feeling we can't express our feelings in a relationship it's because we are f- afraid of the outcome from the other person this has happened to me before um, being someone that was very vocal and very outgoing you know when i was a when I was heaps young, I would just be able to say things, but then I ended up in this series of toxic relationships and I soon learned to suppress myself, my feelings. And I soon realized, of course, that if I was in a healthy relationship where I felt safe, I wouldn't be doing that. So that is the first point to consider. If you are in a relationship and you are unable to express your real feelings, that is a silent killer of a relationship. The second point um, that is a very important point as well is if you're in a relationship and you are not feeling listened to or that you have your feelings validated by the other person, that you are essentially having your emotions completely invalidated. like your partner is just not interested in those, in your feelings. And I know I speak about this quite a lot in in my podcast as well, but it is such a huge deal, right? When we're in a relationship, we want to be able to um, speak and share our thoughts and feelings. And we want our partner to listen, to be present with us and to care, right? To be in that energy with us. They don't have to agree with us all the time, but just feeling and knowing that someone is listening to us, how good does that feel? And when we're in a relationship, that's what we want, or why be in a relationship at all? If you're in a relationship with someone and you have got feelings that you wanna share, which we all do, and you know that that person isn't really interested, that is another sign that this could be the undoing of your relationship in the future, if it's not now. That's why I've labeled this the silent killers of relationships because it's not always obvious, right? But look at your relationship right now and ask yourself, do you feel listened to in your relationship? Do you feel your partner is present with you? Are you able to uh, share your feelings and feel that sense of um, validation and that you're being heard? Because it's super, super important. The next silent killer... Of a relationship is when you are feeling, when you are holding on, I should say, to resentment and hurt. So there can be a number of reasons why we carry resentment around. Of course, it's not a healthy emotion to carry around, and I um, highly recommend not to and to do the work on that because resentment can really eat away at our soul, right? But sometimes unknowingly we carry this resentment around maybe that person's hurt us a lot in the past or maybe we're carrying resentment around from our childhood even or from experiences that have gone gone by now but we're resentful for whatever reason and when we carry resentment i feel in my situation um i had been hurt and wounded by that person and I didn't leave the relationship and so and I obviously didn't heal myself at the time and I carried around all the hurt and pain that that person had brought to me and without me realizing it um it was slowly eating away at me I was I was definitely carrying away this around this resentment and you know he probably assumed that everything was just fine and dandy Um, a lot of the time and of course it wasn't I was her I was you know and I wasn't acknowledging my feelings it goes back to that you know that first point I was making when you know when you feel like you can't express your feelings in the relationship but also with yourself when you're when you're denying your own feelings so when you're holding on to any kind of resentment or hurt or that partner is that is a sure sign that there is going to be a problem in that relationship and again it destroys relationships right when you're holding on to that resentment our feelings need to be out in the relationship. We need to be able to share, communicate. Super, super important. So, take note: Are you holding on to resentment? Is your partner holding on to resentment and hurt, whatever it is? But that feeling that's tight in your chest sometimes, which leads me to the next point. Um, another point, which is you know highly obvious, but again it can be left unsaid and never spoken about is if you are feeling that you cannot trust your partner um and there's that sense which where resentment can build actually maybe there has been infidelity in the relationship but you have a general feeling and even if there isn't sometimes we have these feelings of not being able to trust that person for whatever reason sometimes those feelings are justifiable right we that person's you know got reason for us to be concerned Um, And other times we have our own baggage, right, that we're carrying around. But there is definitely that feeling of not being able to trust that person. There may be secrets and, you know, deception going on. And I know for me, um, when this particular person, he cheated on me and I found out, and then of course he begged me to take him back, I became completely, like, almost on guard all the time that I didn't trust him when he was on his phone, I didn't trust him when he was going out and I started living like I was like going crazy myself. It was so unsettling and so unnerving, I just couldn't relax and it was horrible, it was a horrible way to live and be. I've come to realise actually that, you know, when we are really in our adult power, we tend to not accept any of that. A lot of our own fear and insecurity does come from an inner child as well. Not that what they did was right ever. But when we're hanging on to that person still and we've got all this activation going on, a lot of it is coming from that. But even so, when we're hanging on to those feelings, um, then we can be certain that down the track at some point there is going to be, um, you know, that's going to come up, right? Because we, we just need to be able to trust the person that we are with um, and to feel that trust. The next point I would like to make is well, it sort of ties into the first point, really, but is it again, it's something that we often don't speak about or we can't articulate, but it's that sense of not feeling safe in the relationship, not feeling supported in that relationship, safe, loved, and supported in that relationship. There is this uneasiness where you're just again not being able to be fully yourself in the relationship. You cannot be. In your truth, in that relationship, on some way that you're compromised, you are aware of this, but you tell yourself a bunch of stories about why you still want to be with this person. But at the same time, you know that the truth of who you are is being compromised, and you definitely do not feel a sense of peace and safety. There is completely missing from the relationship. Um, this, for me, is is the biggest sign. Um, that there is going to be this relationship will eventually collapse I believe for each and every one of us when we are in a relationship it is the number one thing that we all desire is to feel that safety that sense of feeling safe loved and supported right we need to have that and it's something you cannot deny because you know when you're feeling loved you know when you're feeling safe You know when you're supported and it's an energy thing more than anything else. You feel it like in your being. And I know going back to when I was uh, a young girl and I was dating, um, I was very insecure and I was dating this guy and I didn't trust him, right? But I fully knew it was my stuff because I did feel safe with him, right? I did feel supported and I did feel loved, and I remember thinking at the time, I just know that you know he he's loyal to me, and I, I know how I feel, but because I had all these issues going off, and I was so young at the time, um, yeah, it, it, that was another sort of situation, but I was very much aware of what was my stuff and what was it to do with that, that particular person, but I definitely cannot, could never have said he didn't make me feel safe. loved and supported he definitely was and I think we need to feel that because you can't feel that with someone that's not authentic and that's not got their back for you and if you're not feeling that you can be certain again that there is going to be that is going to come up in the relationship at some point in time which could ultimately end the relationship right again very important thing to pay attention to to notice and the next point just a couple more points although this point's very similar um, to the points i've shared basically already it's kind of rounding it up a little bit but it goes back to when you're kind of emotionally suppressing your real feelings and you're avoiding any kind of discussion or conflict through fear about how that person's going to respond so you're kind of suppressing your feelings you're suppressing your the truth of who you are out of worry or concern of how they're going to respond you would like to be able to say, for example, um, you know, look, uh, Joe, I'm feeling this way in the relationship. I'm concerned about this. This is what's on my mind. And can we do something about it? I want to work. I want to make sure we can work out. I want this relationship to work. You would want that person then to say, okay, well, I didn't know you felt like this. Like, I don't want us to break up. Let's do something about this, right? You want that kind of discussion. You kind of get what I'm saying but what I've experienced in the past and I know what a lot of clients have experienced and what is often the case especially if you're in a toxic relationship you're not even able to say that say that at all or if you even say something along the lines of like I'm not sure if this relationship is going the way I'd like the, the response is usually the person yells at you says oh my gosh here you go again what are you saying to me if you don't want to be in the relationship get out and they start fully going at you right? Um, okay, I'm using it as a guy and a girl, um, and the guys being the aggressive one, I do know men that have been in the situation too, where it's happened with the girl be doing this, but of course, I'm a coach for mainly women, so I tend to use that scenario. I like to point that out, because I do get guys messaging me saying, like, that was me, Sally, but you're saying it like it's all um, all men are the bad ones and stuff, and I, I, I like to say no. I don't think anyone's bad for one, but it certainly can everyone has their struggle, whether it's a man and a woman, whatever is going on, we all have our stuff. But I use that terminology just simply because I do coach women. But yeah, so you feel you can't be expressive and your feelings are suppressed because their response is usually really negative. And so there's this avoidance of any kind of conflict through fear of what the ramifications will be. So if you cannot be free to you know, express your feelings, which ties into that first point I was making. Um, then again this is a silent killer of a relationship and the last point I would like to make um, you lovely people that are listening right now is which is a silent killer of any relationship whether you're in a toxic relationship or just a relationship that's chugging along um, is unresolved trauma within the individual within yourselves right so what happens is is when we show up in any kind of relationship we've all got our baggage right we've all got our stories we've all got our stuff and I believe the healthiest relationships are the ones in which each and every one of us can embrace our past and embrace our whatever's gone on for us and be in a place where you know we feel pretty good about ourselves or we're in a working process but we own our story we own our stuff and what happens is sometimes and many times actually is individuals will be in relationships and those relationships will end and then they'll go into another relationship without having done any work on themselves and so they're just repeating the pattern and when this is happening there is this unresolved issues that are going on quite often and you see it a lot you know i I see it a lot um with myself in my early years and of course i see it with different people i've coached and it's really important to do the inner work so you can be the best version of yourself in your relationship. Like do the spiritual work, do the inner child work, be willing to own your stuff because when I I love the idea of having a spiritually awakened relationship because we're all, all evolving on this planet, we're growing everything's shifting. We're changing as human beings in in every way and we're waking up more and more. And part of the waking up process is being able to acknowledge ourselves and our truth as a spiritual being we are and to sort of take ownership of the traumas that have happened in our life and make peace with that and be accountable in our relationships because no other person is there to um, save you or help you heal or to do any of that. That is not another person's job. But sure, often ha- what ha- often happens is when two individuals come together, you're both supporting and helping each other. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful relationship when two individuals come together knowing they've both got their stuff going on, but they're both willing to help each other grow. But if there's this unconscious um, stuff going on, which happens all the time, you're just going to basically... Thrash out your your stuff together and end up in this cycle of, you know, usually unhealthy, toxic relationships. So, a silent killer of any relationship is people that haven't done any kind of inner work and they're just thinking that everything will be right once they find another partner, once they find the right partner, or, you know, and they show up initially and it's all so good. And then, of course, all the stuff, there's unresolved issues, start rising up to the surface. So the best thing you can ever do is get your shit in a pile, so to speak, excuse the language there, so that you're in the best place possible to have a loving, healthy relationship. So there are my top um, silent killers of any relationship that I feel are the main ones being the people that I've coached, just going on my own journey as well. So just to recap the silent killers. Um, I've said that a lot, haven't I? I keep saying it. Um, Of relationships is, one, not being able to express your real feelings to the other person. Two, not feeling listened or validated or heard by that other person in the relationship. So you're not being able to be present with them. You're not um, being supported. Um, Three, that you're holding on to some resentment or hurt. And that's being um, sort of an undercurrent of that feeling you're going to sort of you know, explode any minute or that person could be exploding any minute. So resentment can definitely be a sign. Um, the next point is the lack of trust where you feel there's just this lack of trust and you're not feeling it, whether that's your stuff or the other person is definitely something to be addressed if that's going on. Not feeling safe, loved and supported in the relationship. So that feeling where you are just not feeling safe and you can't really be yourself. Right? Um, because, like I said before, it's, I feel that's such a big part of being in a healthy, loving relationship. The next point, of course, is any kind of emotional suppression where you are feel like you're avoiding um, any kind of conflict through fear of what the outcome will be. So, this is a, there's this avoidance where, in healthy relationships, you're able to have those conversations and discussions without the fear of it escalating into something really, you know, toxic and horrible. Again, if you're avoiding these conflicts or discussions. Again, another silent killer of a relationship. And the last point I wanted to make today is, of course, the unresolved trauma. So when you have got your own issues and you are not working on your inner self at all, you're simply externalizing your life, you're going to take yourself with you in every relationship. And we have to own our story, have to own the role we play, and we have to own our own belief systems, right? So when you haven't done that internal work, that can often be a real detriment to any relationship, especially if you've, you know, you're broken up with someone, you're back in another relationship, you're broken up with someone, but you know, right, you're on that cycle. Sometimes, or well, nearly all the time, we need to stop, take a moment and say, "Okay, what do I need to fix within me? What is it about me that's calling in these types of people? What am I believe about myself?" But do that inner work. So there is my list guys. I hope that has been really helpful to you. Please reach out to me if I can help you on your journey. You can reach me at hello at sallyKalen.com. You can go to my website, SallyKalen.com, or you can follow me on Instagram, sallykailen. And, um, yeah, I share lots of things over there on relationships and spirituality and awakening and all the soul stuff as well. So, um, If you have any questions, like I say, feel free to reach out to me. I will get back to you and um, yeah, I'm here to help guide inspire you on your um, journey through life and ultimately wanting you to have the most beautiful, loving relationship and that starts with yourself. And if any of these situations are going on for you right now, these, pay attention to it and ask yourself, what is the next right thing I need to do from here, right? Because we don't want to wait till it gets to that point, right? We want to be able to take the action today because you have so much power. There's so much in your hands. There's so much you can do right now to make those changes. I am sending you lots of love. I will be back in a couple of days with a new podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. Please share this podcast. So grateful. Have a great day.